part before we get started. Um, so October, I'm doing my commercial, my multi-engine, like within a week of each other. So I'll be a commercial multi-engine pilot. And then after that, in November, it's my instructor and my instrument instructor. And I'm done. October, so, November? Yep. So I should be done around like before Thanksgiving is the idea, depending on like availability EPs. So we'll be officially able to charter AudioFace Airways just in time for the AudioFace Awards. Oh, officially you could charter me once I'm a multi-engine commercial pilot. So technically, I could charter you guys in about yeah. three weeks. I charter officially. We could have Audiface Airlines in about three <laughs> weeks. I could be a partial owner in th- uh, 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 legally in about three weeks. Well, now do I have the funds for that? No. <laughs> well, like AA is already taken, so we could just call it like um, <laughs> Seneca Twenty Three Jets. <laughs> since I already have, since I already have the corporation. <laughs> it's like Trump Jets, Seneca Jets, Seneca Jets, and you know we're funded by fucking UAE. <laughs> so we have the, it's like the Emirates Airlines. We have a little UAE flag on the table. <laughs> like twenty-three on the on the fuselage with the American Eagle of UAE. <laughs> we just do um, quick hops. Quick, uh, quick hops. Hour flights, baby. Hour and a half max. Simple. Good line. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> it must be honest work. <laughs> Starting the show with Adam Lincoln sucks. Okay. Hello, humans. <laughs> Audio face and reverend podcast about the music, news, music culture that mostly matters. I am Dan. I am Sean. I almost did the flippy name thing. I was super close. Like, would have had a careening yeah, bad intro. Um, but this is episode 245. We're almost at 250. That's um, a quarter of That's a thousand. Ep- I mean, like, to be real, we've hit 250 episodes way long ago, somewhere in like 220, 230. But like, about the official episodes, Mm-hmm. A quarter of a thousand. That's, that's hard. I that's like a lot of hard drive space. Um, on this, a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of in, in, <laughs> incriminating evidence. Um, <laughs> this week we'll have three Amen. albums. Alex G's "God Save the Animals." Uh, it was going to be "God Save the Queen." He had to change that last minute. He was just reading the room. Um, ESTG's "I Never Felt None," and uh, Sudan Archives with "Natural Brown Prom Queen." We have one little story just to kick off our arbitrary scale this week. We have a pretty quick one, uh, honestly, because we are getting ready behind the scenes for a lot of stuff happening on the Power Report side with the midterm elections coming on. So make sure you're watching every single week, twitch.tv slash Dan from the web. Um, the Kyle Kalinske stuff is now careening out of control. It's kind of funny. There's another, chan- there's another channel that made a video on it. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. I still need to watch it because I've just been like, in whirlwind mode link, all the time maybe. and it, i need I, it's gonna be interesting um but yes midterm elections drama with people uh twitch.tv slash dan from the web from powerpoint live audio face live will be coming soon but more on that eventually uh very more prevalently on the audio face side we are going to have bonus episodes up the wazoo the bonus episode for the night which one's for? Yeah, the 1975. That one's going to be public this week. Uh, members have it available already. Join.syndicate23.co to get all of those available. Next week, the same thing's going to happen with the Arctic Monkeys bonus episode. Arctic Monkeys one's going to be dropping soon. And then right after this, we're mm-hmm. going to be having an Audio Face original, someone who has not been on Audio Face 
for 235 episodes, Bam will be coming back. Bam will be coming back to um, settle our differences, to tell me that uh, Sway had the answers, and (laughs) that um, he's going to tell us about Junior (laughs) Boy. Does, does he know about Slim Jimmy or what? <laughs> no, no, uh, did you see the thing this week where uh, Ye finally admitted that because he's having that whole deal with Adidas and he's getting rid mm-hmm. of all of those brands and now like selling things in-house, right? Sway on um, that radio show was telling him like however many years ago, maybe a decade ago, that he should just do all of his stuff without Adidas, without Gap, without any of these other major brands. And... <laughs> This is classic video where Ye is yelling, How, Sway? How? How do I do this? And it's like, how do you have the answer, Sway? Do you have all the answers, Sway? And now 10 years later, as Ye is actually doing this on his own, he actually said in an interview, look, Sway had the answers. So it looks like Kanye is getting humble. I'm just kidding. But like that, that's, that's, that's the little story out of that. But that's why I meant from there. Uh, I was actually just talking with one of my friends. Sway Lee still sucks, and double reverse unfree Slim Jimmy. Double reverse unree free Slim Jimmy. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, um, thank you, Peter, for <laughs> mastering this mess. Uh, dead music. Uh, sorry. Uh, at PJS mixed it for all of your um, music mastering and podcast mixing and mastering needs. And with that, we will begin with oh, Jesus. The arbitrary scale this week, we do arbitrary scales every week on Audio Face because our review is our review and our ranking system reflects the randomness of whatever's happening in the news this week, whatever we feel is happening this week. And the main thing that happened in the news world this week, and to honestly put this meme to bed, because it's already outworn its welcome, Adam Levine from Checks Notes, Maroon 5, uh, has been denying cheating on checks notes not one not two not three hold on just got a text four hold on just got a snap five women <laughs> um sending inappropriate messages to some being as young as 21 and at one point i was just telling sean one of these messages was an ask you know to not be weird or whatever to if it would be okay for Adam Levine and his wife, you know, his wife unknowingly, to marry their soon-to-be-born son after Adam Levine's mistress. But, you know, because chivalry isn't dead, at least Adam Levine asked the mistress for permission first. Fellas, I just want to announce right now, Instagram has an unsend message feature. (laughs) Don't tell the boomers. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, some of the, I, I literally, I'm just going to place these to the side here in post, because I don't even, I'm not even going to have my, wor- my voice reading these out. It is some of the corniest shit. It's so bad reading these right now. It, it's oh. like, it's not even like, we have covered some disgusting things on the podcast. This is just corny. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is just sad. Like, this is... Like, horny jail, honestly. So, with that, I think we're going to move on now. We'll just uh, put some clouds behind the Reaper and start with our first review of the day, shall we? 
God Save the Animals by Alex G is 13 songs, 44 minutes long. And to be real, this is uh, one of those random slower weeks we have during the uh, fall where I don't really know what's coming out. I'm just kind of like looking and seeing what's out there. And for October. Well, you know, September sometimes has a lot of bangers, but, you know, September's can often be a little bit quiet. But going through Alex G's discography, it seems like the first albums of his came out in 2012. Um, you get a lot of kind of softer, indie, lo-fi things that are not quite psychedelic, but still a little bit, not quite shoegazy even, but still quite interesting, quite spacey, really a little bit out there, but firmly in the indie kind of ground. Mm -hmm. So it turns out that just through Entropy that God Save the Animals is one of the larger releases of this week. And it's, I started listening to it and I felt that it was going to be a little bit too slow for me, but I kept going into it and I actually found it to be pretty lively, pretty Mm -hmm. full of depth and, you know, a, a surprisingly good listen. Yeah, I actually think that's great. I, my only gripe, I guess, with the uh, record is the opening track. After all, I feel like just kind of sets the mood really awkwardly, just with the way it is. I don't like the placement of that. But when you really dive into the record and get to take it by the apple, it's actually pretty good. I think for, like, example, the second track, Runner, I think it's a really nice, just solid all indie rock song. like it it's got everything i like vocals a little bit of backing keyboard drums are simple so it's a really nice solid track and that's what you kind of expect like that second track is what you'll get throughout the record um you have some slower parts you have some interesting like vocal switches in some of the tracks like uh sdos the fourth song you have some really fun things where they're fucking with it a little bit in the middle of the track to try to like distort the voice and everything to make it sound creepy and sets the mood for it. But I like that. It's a little bit experimenting, a little bit differentness, which needs to be for the record. But like as you dive through it, I really think like towards the middle and the end of the record, it actually starts to really get good. And it's interesting, you know, we have a lot of top heavy albums. We've not we fairly rarely get bottom heavy records. To me, this is a pretty like bottom heavy ish record. Like you get to like the middle of the record, cross the sea blessing. Community, Headroom Piano towards the end. Like those ones to me really encapsulate like how nice this record is. I really like Blessing as middle track where you get that nice shoegazy experimentation with um, mixing some of the guitar with um, electronic in that middle. And I love that aspect because I like shoegaze a lot, but I feel like 
it could be corny in a way if you do it the wrong way. But in this way, we're experimenting a little bit with keyboards with it in the middle too. And you make almost this haunting sound in the middle of it too. It's nice and it's it's unique in that way. So I really like that. Yeah, I knew in my listen to it, I detected some shoegaze somewhere around there. But sure. um, yeah. So yeah, Blessing is that. The song just before that, Cross the Sea, encaptures, encaptures encapsulates. I, I, yeah, I created a word there, I guess, in captures. But I, that's my dream, really, is to do like a Simpsons, like how they add it in big into the dictionary to now that's an actual word people can use. Uh, but no, I, with Cross the Sea, I think the parts of the Alex G record I like the most are when he brings this sort of 2000s post-grunge alt-rock, like early 2000s sound, into the modern era. And I think Cross the Sea does that as well. Where you can sort of picture, or at least in my childhood, like a drive along the coastal parts of PCH or... You know, just something reminiscent of even Oasis, just that kind of earlier, late 90s, early 2000s kind of alternative rock sound. Yeah, I could see that. I could actually even see like a little bit of um, uh, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, that record that we reviewed a few years ago. You have kind of some of that sound in it, um, like that mixing of late 90s-ish sound with modern as well. So that's where you get kind of that shoegazy stuff as well. Um, you know, a little bit of that slow dive style of shoegaze, but mixed in with a lot of modern influences. So you get an up-to-date record in that way. That's what I like about it a lot. Yeah, it's a very good one. Um, getting to the end of the album more, you have tracks like Headroom Piano, which... Yeah, they play with both like like fuzz distortion mm-hmm. with the like strings like guitar and bass and everything and that piano right there. And I think, yeah, you're getting tracks that I wish were earlier in the album to kind of get people yes. in, to kind of like sell people a little bit better because great album, a lot of stuff going, a lot of good sounds going on through here. But I think it, yeah, as an album playing through, it starts to become a collection of songs because the best songs are all near the end. And so it's almost like a slog to get through some of the songs in the beginning. And then you get to some songs in the beginning on like second or third listen, and they're a little bit better. But yeah, I would definitely agree with you that the first track just sets it off in a really weird way after all. Yeah, I agree with that because there's a lot of good things to dive in here, but a lot of it is middle towards the end of the record. Even like the last two tracks, Miracles and Forgive, are really good tracks. They're fantastic. But they get overshadowed in a way. If you're just doing one listen through, you need to do two to three listens to really get to it. And for me, it was my second listen through the record where I got to appreciate them a little bit more. And I got to get more into the vocals, more into the production of it and be like, oh, I, I thoroughly enjoy this. And this is something that you know, I've been wanting from indie for a while too. So... um I think it's good. There's just a little couple things I would change here or there for the placement. Maybe even have one or two less songs, possibly, just to get the flow a little bit better. Um, 
or just if see the placement different placements would help with that but overall i think it's a good record um for india especially in the in this year in this decade even it's a good it, it's a good record yeah especially for indie this year having had so many issues with indie albums that have the I, I'm so sorry because like we just use Rex Orange County as the example here so often, but like <laughs> they, yeah, they a lack collection of songs. Yeah, it, collection of songs, but also I, I guess like this indie wine, so to speak, like this indie drone that you get from a lot of mm-hmm. albums that you've gotten, like indie, even like new wave indie from like the I don't even want to use the phrase new wave indie, but like. The Sound of Indie from 2018 onwards, like the Tor Imois imitation era, so to speak, has... Yeah, that's a good... Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that'll give um, Rex Orange County or whatever a little bit of, like, break or whatever. But, like, that era of Indie, every artist has tried to copy that, and Alex G has made something that is substantially different from that. There are parts that I don't necessarily like, but it's calling back to stuff that I think could be useful for Andy to try to play with. Like, blending shoegaze with other things, like in Blessing, I think could be a really cool angle for other artists to try. Really great implementation there. So, uh, yeah, I I think it was pretty good. There are some things that could definitely be worked on, but overall, really solid project here. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I think a lot of people will like this album, so... I'm glad we got to dive into it. Yes. Arbitrary scale. Uh, as we said, we do arbitrary scales every week on Audio Face because our review is our review. And so this week, it's Adam Levine's sex. We're just going to put the meme to bed and pick which one is our favorite. So, Oh, God. This is so bad. Um, this is... <laughs> This is watching your ass jiggle on that table will permanently scar me, but otherwise I'm amazing. Sean, Sean, uh, I, I, I know my game has left you speechless, but you're gonna have to come with an arbitrary scale. This is this this is you are fifty times hotter in person, and so am I. Ha 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 ha. That's what? What? <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Next album, we have I Never Felt None by ESTG. 21 songs, 55 minutes long. I'm amazed he was able to fit 21 songs to 55 minutes. But a lot of these are like two bangers, two thirty bangers. Like, there's a lot to be desired here. And I think that's kind of like the overall take on this record. There are some decent tracks on here, although I think it is the trap of 2017-2018 trap in that it has a lot of power for a short amount of time and has absolutely no longevity whatsoever. I think ESTG is a decent like lyricist. I think they're above average even. But there's nothing here, very little here production rise that really sticks out. The features are hit or miss. I think Future and Jack Harlow are better here than average, while Bryson yeah. Tiller, Machine Gun Kelly, and GZ are worse than average on here. And then what you get throughout everything else in here is just a lot of forgettable whatever. Um, on the YB scale, because I always have to do that for every Trap album, uh, YB better? YB so. definitely better. 
Why be hundred percent better and act like McDonald's? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty rough. Um, Have mercy is an opening track is one of the worst trap openings I've heard in a long time. It is reminiscent Ooh. of quality of quality control. Bad the compilations. Um, it's just. Have Mercy is just awful because of all of the ad-libs that are going on at the same time as the rapping. It's just, it sounds like somebody is trying to make spark notes, but has is a schizophrenic mind. So it's just, if you look at the notes, it's just, just jumble mess. And that's what you get for the first track. Like writing doctor's notes. Yeah, except the doctor can kind of sift it out and figure out what he's saying. And Have Mercy, I'm like, that's awful, rough. Shoot It Myself uh, is actually a decent featured track, actually. I was like, okay, I can get on board with this. I'm a different type of nigga when it comes to stretching out the work and pimping a home. 1,001 pure cocaine, spinning on one of my chain. 1,001 trillion bullets come behind my name. Fuck my shoot, I shoot myself. 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 I get into one of my ops a nigga. Like it's like 2016, 2017 future good, but you know, like it's it's nothing wild, but it's better than some of his Drake features that I've heard uh, as of late. So I'll take it. Yeah, they're all like yeah. kind of in their game of just like. You know, I'll do the thing that got um, YSL caught up in a Rico case myself. <laughs> Allegedly parody. Um, you know, it's definitely EST and Future working well together. And I also think Backstage Passes featuring Jack Harlow, which has, a, which, yeah, which has a music fe- video that features um, Andrew Callahan from Channel 5. I think that's just a hilarious kind of like... Wait, really? I didn't, even see, I didn't see the music video for that. That's fucking funny. Yeah. In the music video, when Jack Harlow and ESTG are going back and forth to each other, um, Andrew Callahan is just himself with a microphone going back and forth between them. Okay, that kind of goes hard. <laughs> Andrew Callahan's that point of Grand Theft Auto where, like, you, you're winning it online, you've beaten the game, you're just doing the side missions you forgot um, on the DLC content because you're just, like, having a great time. Uh, true props to the kid. But, yeah, I... The rest of the album was just mad forgetful. I mean, um, songs like Love is Blind attempt to do the whole, like, trap and be... I mean, not even trap and be pivot. It's just, like, a pure, clean, wholesome trap throughout the entire time. But it, you know, just, like, doesn't quite hit. It just sits in the background of a lot of music, right? Like, it's nothing groundbreaking at all and there's a lot of no, rap music that a is a lot of skip it's just half that like 98 percent of the album is just like ah, skip ah, skip like it's just it's not that great you don't need to go through it death around the corner with mgk is 
horrendous it is bad it is i let the top down in my hometown just to let them know it's us i'm like a rock now i'm the president of the squad can't be touched i know the blocks loud with the keyboards but in real life they sus they said i'm rock now till we rock out with the glocks out let it bust devil around the corner good thing i don't know where i'm going they'll call on my phone saying i own my ignore cause i don't own no nigga quarter take it if you want it better get out here and get on it from the night time to the morning i've been through it all Corny, it's Fisher Price beats, it's bad, like all sorts of bad. MGK just needs to stop making music, like he needs to retire. Um, and then uh, even like Sabotage, uh, Bryson Tiller is not that great. Um, again, this this the whole album is just uninspired, um, unfunny, ungood. It's not good. You don't waste your time with it. Yeah, we, we've tried very hard. We keep trying. <laughs> we've done, done a lot of trap this year because, you know, a lot of it ends up sounding like this. And then we'll dip in a little bit and we'll give it the old YB scale. This is one of our, this is actually one of our better scales. It's very unarbitrary. It's, <laughs> it's simple. It's a very precise scale. You really cannot argue with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple like why be better or why be, why be not better it's very and easy honestly we've reviewed a lot of why be not even closes this year so this is not a tough scale to meet but i think because so much of rap music needs to be on a pass no pass basis i guess it does yeah it's, yeah it sounds like an insult but yeah why be sounds better than pass no pass the thing is it's like it's like the sorting hat in in, in harry potter where Draco Malfoy walks up and then the hat doesn't even touch his head and says Slytherin. Like sometimes you get that, like Mr. Morale, the big steppers. You don't even need to put the hat down. It's like, why be not better? Like not even, not even the same universe um, in scale. But then you go here and then the hat goes down and it goes, hmm, let me let that one marinate. Let me think. Why be better? <laughs> how my scale, that's how it goes. I, I, I hope 2023 is when we age out of the Harry Potter references. Because J.K. Rowling just ruined her entire career. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Oh, God. Um, arbitrary scale. I, I, I'm not even going to segue J.K. Rowling to Adam Levine. <laughs> I know I can. I just don't want to. Um, nope. <laughs> no, that, that could go so bad. Yeah, Adam Levine sucks. Because uh, we do need to actually give this a real arbitrary scale. Um, I'm going to give this... No, 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 Sean. You, you, you go first. This is, I want to tattoo my ass now. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. I was about to call it that, too. <laughs> Nate, make him to Maui and tattoo me and surf. I need to put some clouds behind the Reaper. That's what I, that's what I said to start the show. All right, well, time to put some clouds behind the Reaper. <laughs> what? Last album of today, we have Natural Brown Prom Queen by Sedan Archives. 18 songs, 53 minutes long. Sudan Archives has been always mixing around like neo pop, also known as R and B, um, <clears throat> rap, soul, uh, violin, <laughs> which has always been kind of fun. And through Natural Brown Prom Queen, you kind of get a lot of the best implementation of all of that. There's some really interesting songs on here, and for a second album. Curse, uh, I think that there's a lot on here that really shines. It's a really good listen. 
I don't yeah. love everything on here, but even the stuff I don't love on here, it's not like it's bad. It's just like a, there are other stuff on here that shines. I just wish that other things kind of met up to that quality. Um, sounds like filler. It's not quite. We hit this point a lot of times on reviews where we, yeah, we just realize, oh no, this artist is really, really hitting. Uh, YB not better. So we're going to have to really like, Definitely not better. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to actually... Oh, this is a really good kid. We're going to have to break out the advanced placement chart because we're actually going to have to pay attention to them and actually grade them this time. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of saying this is really, really high up there as far as quality. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. I think Homemaker of all the three album intros oh, we've done this year. I mean, done this week. No, no contest, but like, yeah, greatest. Oh, it's really, really good open. I love it. It's that beautiful neo-pop, just gets that flow going, you hear it, you just want to move, you're on a bop. It's beautiful, beautiful opening track. Really like it. Yeah. And then the rest of the songs, or like the rest of the songs, but also like 234, NBPQ, Is This Real is kind of like an interlude thing, and then Ciara, they really kind of take you into a couple of different blends and a couple of different of ways in which Sudan Archive is going to present the album to you. I really loved Selfish Soul the most um, on the record here. It's one of the lead singles. And it... Track. Yeah. It sounds really, almost like, dare I say, like it could be a Beyonce track, just in production. It sounds like really loud, has like a lot of clapping behind it. Like, it just, like, it really makes use of 808s in a way that a lot of music is doing, where it's kind of subtracting sound to give production to it. Really, the production on here is top-notch, and it sings on songs like Self or Soul. And then right after that, you have loyal edd which i love the first lyrics to it it's like instead of contrasting like a woman who's super loyal to a man or something it's a woman who's super loyal to her unemployment benefits because she has freedom yeah. from that it's wild it's hilarious i love yeah. that and then although oh, the track i like a lot of selfish soul is amazing i love it i love the the echoing that you get in the vocals and i actually think that's a really good comparison like it could it sounds like a beyonce track in the way like the way her vocals shine and whatnot with it she makes this mixes spoken word with singing and all of that and just blends it perfectly it's an amazing track i really really like i was thoroughly impressed when i heard that track yeah, the loyal is hilarious like after you get selfish you get the loyal and it's you get funny then you get um, uh Oh my God, Brit. And then you get her going hard in the paint with Trap. And I yeah. love that track. It actually um, reminds me of some of like some early like SoundCloud rap and whatnot that you get at the beginning where it's just like, it's that slow build, like almost Kenny Beats style with the build. And then it just explodes in your face with it. And I love it. Yeah. And that's what I like about this record is it has so much layer, so many layers to it. It's 
it's not on one theme at all. It's it just blends a bunch of different genres. It goes through a lot of different metamorphoses throughout the record. So I don't mind that it's long, like it's eighteen songs, fifty three minutes, which is long for a record um, in twenty twenty two. But with the amount of sounds, the amount of production quality and stuff that you get throughout the record, it almost needs to be that long to get the whole idea, the whole project out. Because if she stopped at like flu or or TDLY, like the 12th song, it would feel unfinished and feel like a collection of songs. But the fact that it keeps building and keeps growing towards the end, it makes it flow a lot better. And it didn't even feel that long, even after my second or third listen of the record. Um, it's just a, it made a very, very good project. But we'll keep going into it. Yeah. Um, TDLY felt like it was combining, like, again, Certain things you were seeing from 2000s alternative rap and rock, almost like Outcast even, with mm-hmm. modern elements like drill, but then there's trumpets and like singing That's and like, it's hard. just like, it's a phenomenal song. This is just, I I come to this moment a lot on Audio Face as well, where I review an album that makes me look at another album I reviewed recently, and I've gone, why are you, like, holding up the entire pack right now? Like, how do these artists even get to release music in the same era? I mean, it's fine, like, this is how artists rise to the top, this is how artists get recognition and respect and praise, even if they don't have, like, streaming numbers to their name. This is just objectively higher quality music than um, other artists that get those streaming numbers to their name. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's just, it's creative, it's personable, it flows through, it's a record, it flows, it's, you know, an entire well-thought-out project. And it blends so many different genres that we love, but we've had a lot of issues with artists making it. So example, like Neopop, like a lot of the time, a lot, a lot of the Neopop records are, they're starting to get too funky. They're starting to get like, started to sound a little too samey, samey here or there. We're like, okay, we want to have different ideas with it. And the thing with this is she does that. She goes and blends so many different genres together. So that way you're not always getting the same thing. Example, like you go from TDLY, then you have an interlude of Do Your Thing, and then you have uh, Freakalizer, which is a hilarious track. Mm-hmm. But again, like the way that those two tracks are completely different, but the way that they're brought in together with that interlude, it makes it work. And they still fit together in that way. Um, and even though you have tracks like that, Freakalizer and Oh My God, Brit, which are totally two different tracks, they fit so well on this project, on the whole record. So it's just another testament to Sinan Archives, like the ability to make it through. And the fact that it's a second record is extremely impressive. Yeah. There are certain execution things that weren't my favorite. Like I didn't like Frequalizer. I mean, when you go through the lyrics of it, it's just like rhyming Frequalizer, Tranquilizer a bunch of times. It's sort of like, okay, sure. I get it. Kind of gets old to me at a certain point. Um, and then, yeah, I think OMG Brit was actually like a turnaround, like really good execution of like that kind of song. If anything, I 
wish or could challenge her to do something like more hyper poppy in that sense that's like within her idea of ways of doing things but that just seems like a very like in your face style song that could use that sort of even sophia style layering that just like a my suggestion here or there but like i'm in nitpick territory at this point it's a pretty good record all around yeah. highly recommended um one this- of those sleeper records i love to get and i go oh my god i'm ble-. just like last week i'm impressed and i love that yeah arbitrary scale this is our um uh adam levine sex this is my holy fucking fuck that body of yours is absurd damn it that's what's gonna do too <laughs> you always hold your fire and say that you're best for uh lately the last album has been the better one but you know no, this isn't. This is allegedly naming wanting to name your unborn child after the your mistress. <laughs> Find God, Adam Levine. <laughs> Adam Levine needs to go to church. Like he needs to have like holy water poured on him by the Pope. He needs to be waterboarded by the Pope, man. <laughs> like horny <laughs> jail. Repent. 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 Um. He needs to be paraded through. Um. Through Rome on the Pope Mobile being waterboarded by Pope Francis. And that's only for the past three Maroon 5 albums. I haven't even touched the Da Vinci Day. Yeah, we haven't touched the first, bud. Hey, this is Audio Face. Priorities and morals. <laughs> Anyways, um, speaking of priorities and morals, that's all you get, freeloaders. <laughs> <laughs> not really for, for actually yes yes really the junior boys bonus that we're going to be pre-recording and releasing is going to be an exclusive so you will be getting the 1975 and arctic Mon- uh, monkeys bonuses um later you know second in line maybe third in line uh way down the line but uh the junior boys bonus covering one of the coolest like electronic synth pop uh groups of the past couple decades syndicate 23 members only join.syndicate23.co five bucks a month for the um, starting level membership you get so many cool things so much extra content and we'll really appreciate it there um you for being there uh until then we'll see you next week on audio face uh, sean can be found on twitter at sw suarez and on instagram at sw suarez i can be found on twitter and twitch at dan from the web and on instagram and tiktok at dan from the internet the entire show can be found at audio face pod on twitter or instagram youtube.com slash audio face pod or audio face dot show for all of the links to whatever podcast apps you prefer uh also subscribe to us youtube.com slash audio face pod i know i said that already but you should subscribe to us there because um i emphasized it and we're uploading a lot of videos there and they look pretty good if i'll say so myself so um we appreciate you for listening and watching and supporting uh for the syndicate 23 members who are supporting and we will see you next week with a lot of music in october we're gonna really be strapped to it as we get to the end of the year and court backing cheers cheers